Let me tell you about uh, American financing. Please, please get your financial house in order. Please. Um, you, you, when you see what's coming uh, your way, um, we, we just, we have to have our financial houses in order. Um, and you can do it now by saving money every single month, hundreds if not $1,000 a month, just by refinancing your uh, mortgage if you're paying 3 or 4% or more for your mortgage. You don't have to reset your loan, get all of your credit cards, cut those darn things up, and pay them off with a, uh, with a consolidation loan at American Financing. AmericanFinancing.net. Numbers at the bottom of the screen. It's AmericanFinancing.net. It's Friday, and the pace and the scope of what has been happening in Washington, D.C., just in the last 24 hours, is sobering and staggering. You need to pay attention to what is going on because the world is changing quickly. We'll give you the latest, and it is uh, a little disturbing, to say the least, in 60 seconds. Okay, I got it. He's so spooky. In a world uh, where who we are individually is being rapidly absorbed into the folds of collectivism, it is important that you hold on to your identity in many ways. And everything that that means, holding on to your identity. Cyber criminals trade in not only what you have, but who you are. And it's your job to not let them take it. Well, it's your job to make sure you've got the best people around you to make sure that nobody takes your identity. LifeLock is the best in the business. Uh, it's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft is affecting your life. We're putting our information out on risk every time we log online and now with our kids at school and many of us doing uh, stuff at home all the time. This is the easiest way to steal identities, and this is the best season ever for those who want to steal your identity. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can keep what's yours, yours with LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with promo code BECK. Just call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com and use the promo code BECK for 25% off. LifeLock.com. Isn't it necessary that all of us review our own attitude and say, yes, it is possible for men and women of goodwill to differ? The United States Capitol needs a permanent security wall around it to protect the members of Congress. That is according to the acting U.S. Capitol Police Chief. 
In a statement yesterday, Pittman said the security of the Capitol building must include permanent fencing and barriers, a similar barrier to the one that was uh, halted by Joe Biden's administration at the U.S.-Mexican border because walls don't work. As noted earlier this week, even before September 11, 2001, security experts argued that more was needed to be done to protect the U.S. Capitol. In fact, a 2006 security assessment specifically recommended the installation of a permanent perimeter fence around the Capitol. We got that going for us now. But will a fence work? Here's Nancy Pelosi. She said yesterday that House members can pay for additional security measures with their congressional allowances. She said the House would likely need to pass additional funding for members' safety because the enemy is within the House of Representatives. I do believe, and I have said this all along, that we will probably need a supplemental uh, for uh, more security for members when the enemy is within the House of Representatives. Uh, a, a threat that members are concerned about in addition to what is happening outside. What exactly did you mean when you said the, that the enemy is within? What exactly did, did It means you mean that, that we have members of Congress who want to bring guns on the floor and have threatened uh, violence on other members of Congress. Now, can she provide any evidence of that? Well, she's now saying that some representatives have expressed a desire or have attempted to bring guns to the floor of the House chamber. They're prohibited there. Pelosi has ordered the installation of magnometers uh, outside the House chamber because of what happened on January 6th. She also said that Representative uh, Taylor, Taylor Green from Georgia, posted a speech to Facebook in February 2019 where she said Pelosi is guilty of treason, a crime punishable by death. Well, that, of course, is incitement. Pelosi added, what could they be thinking or is thinking too generous a word about what they might be doing? It's absolutely appalling. Well, they are starting to they're starting to close the cage just a bit, just because the enemy is within. Biden has now created a bipartisan court packing commission led by uh, the Democratic election lawyer, Bob Bauer. They're packing the courts. Not only are they thinking about packing the Supreme Court, but also all of the federal judges to change that system up a little bit so it'd be a little more fair. We still don't have an answer for why the equivalent of two military divisions occupied Washington, D.C. for the inauguration and 5,000 troops still remain. We don't know why the FBI won't give us any information. 
The acting, this is a quote, the acting Secretary of Homeland Security has issued a national terrorism advisory system. It's a bulletin that was sent out due to the heightened threat environment across the United States, which DHS believes will persist in the weeks following the successful presidential inauguration. Information suggests that some ideologically motivated violent extremists with objections to the exercise of government authority and presidential transition, as well as other perceived grievances, fueled by false narratives, could continue to mobilize to incite or commit violence. By the way, Democrats yesterday introduced a Senate bill to make Washington, D.C. the 51st state. Also, Connecticut, a Democrat there, has proposed fining those who don't vote in state elections. It's your duty, and now you'll be fined if you don't do it. At least that's what one Democrat is now proposing. President Biden uh, also issued a Made in America executive order that everybody is loving because the government spends $600 billion a year on contracts. So he says, we have to make sure that we're spending money here in America. I'm not making this up. The federal agency that is newly created now is called the Made in America Office. The acronym is M-A-O, MAO. One of the purposes of the MAO is to force other federal departments to spend more of their money on goods and services offered by U.S. businesses. That sounds great, but you better be a woke business. At the very end of the White House official statement about the new department, this order, quoting, is deeply intertwined with the president's commitment to invest in American manufacturing, including clean energy and critical supply chains to grow good paying union jobs and advance racial equity. The federal government should buy from suppliers that are growing the sectors of the future and treating their workers with dignity and respect. So if you don't, if you're not all in on clean energy or racial equity, you're not going to get anything from the federal government. Meanwhile, in non-inciting news, a Chicago teacher says in-person schooling is allowing white people to kill black families. If we return to school now and we don't speak up, nice white parents will get us killed. Do you recognize your country? We haven't even begun yet. How do we solve this? Well, as Ronald Reagan said at the very beginning, if we can't agree to disagree, if we can't have logical conversations without being called domestic terrorists, how could we possibly solve it? It is time for us to stand together at the local level. It's time to get our teachers 
back to the classroom. It is time we stand together in peace, but with real conviction. I'm not going over the cliff with the rest of humanity. More in a second. Patriot Mobile, once in a while, somebody comes uh, and puts a new face on an old thing, and you might see it in a new light. And up until now, we've all just kind of gone along with whatever mobile company was offering the best deal. And usually, uh, we kind of give it a second glance and like, because ah, it's such a hassle to switch mobile companies. Well, either you've not been aware of the fact that a lot of big mobile companies donate to leftist causes or even if you knew about it, you probably didn't feel there was anything you could do about it. I mean, what choice do we have, right? The world has changed. Patriot Mobile has come along and changed all of that. Not only is it incredibly easy to switch to Patriot Mobile, not only are you going to get the same great service for less money, but Patriot Mobile also donates strictly to conservative causes. Now listen, we must begin to build our own infrastructure. It's going to take at least a decade to do it. But if we don't start supporting those people, those businesses that are standing and are trying to make sure that we have a way to communicate, to do banking, to exist online. If we don't begin to act now, it will be too late. This truly is our last call this month. Uh, you'll get free premiere activation where they'll set the phone up for you. You're also going to get a special gift that I'm telling you when you find out what it is. You, there's no other mobile company for sure. Very few companies at all left in America that would dare do this. You get that just with the offer code Beck. The same service, a lower price, and the values you believe in. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Or call 972-PATRIOT. 10 seconds, station ID. You know, I, I say that we need to get our teachers back to school. <laughs> and then I read this. In the fall of 2016, California's then governor, Jerry Brown, signed into law a mandate to develop an ethnic studies program for high schools in California because California has a diverse uh, student body, the most in the nation. Three quarters of the student belonging to, more, uh, to minorities, and they speak over 90 languages. Now, the Democrats shepherded this through because of diversity, and they wanted to make sure that we didn't have any real problems with um, bigots. And they reminded us ethnic studies are not just for students of color. But now we see what they have done. Three years later, the first draft of the ethnic studies model curriculum has been released. Let me give you a few things in it. In one sample lesson, there's a list of U.S. Uh, social movements. Black Lives Matter, hashtag Me Too, cri criminal justice reform, 
and also the BDS, the Boycott, Divestment, and Sanctions Movement for Palestine. It's described in this new curriculum, a global social movement that currently aims to establish freedom for Palestinians living under apartheid conditions. They say the uh, BDS primary goal, the elimination of Israel, uh, is not the goal. Yet, Kaplan, uh, one of the people who actually voted for this and helped shepherd it in and now is freaking out, points out that the word Nakba is used to describe the 1948 Israel War of Independence. This is the war where all of the Arab world uh, ganged up and attacked Israel. They tried to get the Israeli state to crush as soon as it was declared. Well, um, it's known as the War of Independence unless you're in an Arabic uh, country. Then the Arabic word Nakba is used. This is the 1948 War of Nakba. That's how it's described in this California curriculum. What does Nakba mean? Catastrophe. They are framing the War of Independence for Jews as a catastrophe. Also in this new curriculum, a list of 154 influential people of color doesn't mention Martin Luther King, doesn't even mention John Lewis or Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall, although there are violent extremists in there and even a flattering description of Pol Pot, the communist leader of Cambodia's Khmer Rouge, you know, the killing fields. The new curriculum is going to go through the California school system of six million children. And it, quote, will critique empire and its relationship to white supremacy, racism, patriarchy, uh, cistro-patriarchy, capitalism, and ableism. Also, other forms of power and oppression. It will build the possibilities for post-imperial life that promotes collective narratives of transformative resistance. Capitalism, by the way, is classified as a form of power and oppression in this new California curriculum. And although classism, homophobia, Islamophobia, and transphobia all listed as forms of oppression, anti-Semitism is not. In fact, Jewish Americans are not even mentioned as a minority group. Liberals, this story uh, is actually coming from Tablet Magazine, which is uh, more of a leftist or or uh, left leaning uh, source. It's not exactly uh, a conservative source. The story is about somebody who helped shepherd this in. Somebody who thought this was good and now is ringing the warning bell and saying this is anti-semitism this is this is poison yes it is 
And I don't know why everyone keeps talking about the Nazis and saying that they're only on the right. They're not. Nazis are socialists. They don't believe in the Constitution. And you may not believe that some of us on the right believe in the actual spirit and the words of our Declaration of Independence and Constitution. But some of us do. And some of us have been warning about this. I have been warning about anti-Semitism and the actual rise of the patterns of the 1930s for 20 years. I have been mocked and ridiculed. Please, they are on both sides. But a deep source of this is now coming from the left. Because the hard left always includes anti-Semitism. Yes, there are Nazis. Yes, there are white supremacists. Yes, there are people who think they're protecting America by cleaning it up and cleansing America. They're wrong. They're monsters. We stand together, but this is the cleansing of the Jewish people in curriculum in California. What happens when you just erase it? When you erase an entire people and you add the Marxist, who, by the way, was no fan of Jews, when you add the Marxist code words, such as fight for a truer democracy. That's what Marx said to refer to the abolition of private property. They were fighting for a truer democracy. And transformative resistance, radical healing, critical hope. This is your new ethnic studies in high schools in California. Wake up, America. You've got to get in front of your school boards and stop this. Get your teachers back to work and get the poison out of the curriculum. Or get your kids out of the school system. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Day 29 of Weight Loss Regime. Dear Diary, I've come up with an ingenious scheme. I'm going into the protein bar industry with my new product, the Built Back Better Bar, right? Like the ideology for which it's named, the wrapper of this bar will still be full of empty promises, but you open it up and there's just air in there. (laughs) You know, people will, however, lose weight eating my Built Back Better Bar because they'll be starving to death. Sometimes I marvel at my own genius. Love, Glenn. Well, you could get my Built Back Better Bar, which, of course, is fantastic. Or you could get the Built Bar and let them do the heavy lifting uh, for you. They are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and it is great. It is great. It tastes like a candy bar, and it's healthy for you. Don't give up on your New Year's resolution. Built Bar is the answer. BuiltBar.com for your sweet tooth. Use the promo code BECK. Get 20% off your new your next order. Promo code BECK. BuiltBar.com.
And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV now. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It's Friday. Although it doesn't feel like Friday, does it? I feel like it's a lot of fun right now. Um, but hey, uh, it could be worse. I don't think that went through that much. Uh, let me tell you the uh, latest blacklist campaign. Vox and other far uh, left media outlets. This is according to uh, Breitbart today are trying to blacklist Kara Dumplin. Now, she's a mommy blogger. I didn't know what mommy bloggers are, but apparently she's a big one. She has 1.3 million Instagram followers, and she appears to specialize in helping new mothers get their babies to sleep. According to her biography, she is a mom of four, neonatal nurse, wife of a pediatrician, and a certified pediatric sleep consultant. She has been featured in People magazine. Also, she's been on Good Morning America. Well, if you do a search for her, there is nothing that she has ever done that's controversial. Why are they blacklisting her? Her Instagram account is stridently apolitical and geared toward her clients and businesses. But we're in the McCarthy age. She holds unapproved opinions. She has donated to an unacceptable candidate. This is what they are saying now. A popular baby sleep expert on Instagram donated to Donald Trump. Oh, no. Where does that leave new parents? This is according to Vox. Um, finding out that an Instagram influencer you love holds a wildly different worldview than you do can feel weirdly personal. Now imagine the disappointing influencer had not only impacted your style or home decor, but some of the most intimate decisions of your life. Someone you have turned to for advice on motherhood, pregnancy, or postpartum depression. That's what happened with thousands of moms on the internet last week when the baby sleep expert, Kara Dumplin, known by her, admittedly brilliant nom de plume taking care of babies, taking care of babies, and her Instagram account of more than 1.3 million followers, was revealed to have donated multiple times to the Trump campaign. January 19th and 20. Parenting forums and new mom groups chat uh, chats lit up after word began spreading on Twitter, Instagram and Reddit that Dumbelin and her pediatrician husband had donated a total of almost two thousand dollars to the Trump campaign in 2019 and again in 2020. They put the Federal Elections Commission data in a screenshot on Twitter and Facebook, and the parents went crazy. Now the babies aren't only crying, but all these progressive parents are crying too. Taking care of baby star has risen directly alongside the importance of Facebook groups for new parents. 
For many new parents who uh, paid to have her online sleep courses, which range from $179 to $319, the Trump news has come as devastating. Some of the despondent mothers told Vox, quote, It's really hard for me to separate what I know about her. Now from the sleep advice that she gives, I, 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 I can't square that with a person who puts children in cages. Vox def- defends some horrible blue mark, uh, blue check mark uh, named Dixler Canavan, who apparently hired Dumplin at one time, but after learning about her Trump contributions, threatened to quote start giving away the PDFs from her course, so no one I know has to give their money to her ever again. What's the message, America? As Breitbart writes. It's a nice business you got there. Be a shame if something happened to it, you know. The far left salon is openly encouraging the blacklisting now. They wrote, looks like the cancel culture is struck again, to which I say, good. As a result, she has deleted her Facebook page and has been blacklisted by other baby influencers, such as the parenting site, Big Little Feelings, who have 1.2 million followers of their own, Dina Margolin and Kristen Gallant, who run the Big Little Feelings account, unfollowed Dumplin and said they are disheartened by the news and they just cannot defend those donations to Donald Trump. <laughs> Who's asking them to? It's unbelievable. Dumplin is now defending herself. <laughs> Taking care of babies is about helping babies get sleep and parents reclaiming the joy of parenthood that is often lost due to sleep deprivation. Between 2016 and 19, I did make a series of donations totaling $1,078 to the Trump campaign. As with many citizens, there were aspects of the Trump administration that I agreed with and some that I disagreed with. I will continue to serve all parents by empowering them with the tools they need to help their babies sleep. What are you going to do? This is going to come for all of us. Eventually. Now, the unstable among us will say, we got to take up arms. I can guarantee you that will be the fastest way for freedom in this country to be completely obliterated. Completely. You must, for instance, I want you to go to taken care of babies uh, and uh, find her on Instagram and follow her. She had, what, 1.3 million? Wouldn't it be a shame if she had 3 million by the end of the weekend? Go to Instagram, taking care of babies, and uh, follow her, like her, let her voice be heard. Uh you know, the other thing is we've got to stop doing business uh, where we're doing business. We can whine and cry about it. 
we can uh, dig down deeper and say, Shh, don't tell anybody, or we stand up. And those with talent or money start doing something about it. We are currently working with people all over the globe trying to make sure that no matter what they do, our voice won't be lost, that you and I will be able to connect with each other, that we'll be able to actually have banking services, that we can access the Internet. God forbid but if you don't see it coming, and I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to the people on the left, the people, not even people on the left, the people who are liberal, that are not for Marxism, the people who actually believe in freedom. If you don't see it now, you're never going to see it. We need to reach out in kindness to all of our neighbors who have said, ah, oh, this stuff isn't happening and show them the truth. Don't talk about it. Print it out. Go to original sources. Make sure that you can you can show not only the story, but also the evidence that the story is true. We're going to be helping you with this uh, soon, but it is very important and I would burn these stories to disc. I think the they are already changing history in real time. I would burn these things to disc to make sure that there is a true record of what is going on. Man, I mean, it's a it, things are so crazy. We interrupt this never-ending dumpster fire for something less flammable. Loving less level. Jeez. I'm trying to find one less flammable. Uh, oh, here's one. Here's one. Here's one. <laughs> I cannot believe this is a story. Okay. <laughs> this is an actual story. Man pays off $50,000 in student loan debt within a year. By doing 300 odd jobs. Now, this is this is a story about a guy who went to college, had a fifty thousand dollar debt and decided I got to pay this off. And so what did he do? He took for a year every odd job he could and he paid his debt off. I know. What a crazy story, right? What country is this in? <laughs> I know, right? I, I mean, I don't. Wait a minute. I'm trying to get my arms around this. <laughs> so if you stop complaining and you are willing to do anything, and I'm not talking about selling your body, which is not a problem. That's totally fine. Hey, whatever it is you want to do, prostitution is great. Uh, if you'll, if you'll just do odd jobs, if you will work hard, you can pay off your student loan. <laughs> right. We now return to the American dumpster fire already in progress. Why would you do that though? When they're going to probably forgive those loans and right. then you're going to be, have worked all these jobs exactly for no right. reason. And can I tell you something? Yeah. You're being oppressed. 
You're being oppressed <laughs> every time that they say, oh, go to work. That's oppression, man. Come on, man. You know, I've been uh, offering to sell my body for a while. Really, no, no market. <laughs> no for takers. It. Yeah. And I, really? I there must be something wrong. I don't know if it's the currency is being devalued. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I have, don't know what the uh, when problem I say is. Sell my body. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't mean for science, Doc. I <laughs> didn't. <that's> not... <laughs> All right. So <laughs> not maybe... even your kidneys are worth anything. <laughs> no, sorry. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I give you a buck. Uh, and then somebody else is like, no, nah, but then we got to get rid of the rest of it. Mm. I mean, it's just not good. Um, so you may have made what now seems maybe wasn't the best decision and bought into a timeshare. The past year has probably been super fun in that regard. Um, did you even get to use it last year? We're using it the year before that. How much are these maintenance fees adding up to? Do you get to use it when you want to use it? Listen, mistakes happen. Buying a timeshare is one of those mistakes that seems like a good idea at the time. But the good news is timeshare termination team is prepared to get you out of that timeshare legally. And they have a 100% money back guarantee because they have 100% uh, 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 success story. Every time they take on a client, they legally get them out of it 100% of the time. And if they can't do it with you, then they'll give you 100% of your money back. It's Timeshare Termination Team. I want you to go to TimeshareTerminationTeam.com and learn more about it. You can also call them at 888-438-8688 or 1-888-GET-YOU-OUT. It's TimeshareTerminationTeam.com. If you use my name, Beck, You'll get 20% off when you terminate your timeshare. We have Bill O'Reilly coming up in just a second. That should be fun. Yeah, I doubt it. He just doesn't have anything to say. He comes on and he hasn't, he has <laughs> well, he no does, formed opinions. Right. He has no He's opinions. got no takes. Yeah, you nothing. know, he's takeless. That's the problem nothing. with Bill O'Reilly. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, GameStop is back up to what, $400? It was up four, to 400 now. Last I saw it was down to three something. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the uh, Treasury has come out to say this, this volatility is dangerous because people could lose money. What? Yeah. In the stock market? In the stock market, no. you could lose no. money. Well, well, they would have told us that before. This right. has got to be a mistake. Right. Exactly uh, right. It's would've... guaranteed. Well, not guaranteed <laughs> for you, but guaranteed for those big banks and financial institutions. Believe me, they need to know that because they've never lost money, it seems, mm. at least in the last 20 years. This is an ultimate commercial, though, for Bitcoin and and these cryptocurrencies, isn't it? I mean, they're way up today because people are like, you know, I I don't want this. Like Robinhood was basically supposed to be the populist trading app that would no matter what, we're always on your side. And then in this big moment, you can't buy the thing you want to buy. And it's it's partially because of government rules, right? Like they have to have a lot of money to back up all these margin calls and 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 all the stuff that's going on there, which is kind of interesting in that you just can't get around that stuff. Well, unless you go to cryptocurrency, then you don't have any of that. But how do you? I mean, cryptocurrency. I mean, are you sure that Bitcoin Mark Andreessen is going to is going to let everybody access their Bitcoin if the government says, "Excuse me." 
Well, that's one, I mean, you can buy Bitcoin throughout. You're talking about Coinbase, which is sort of the most, you know, commercialized, like public facing, you know, app to do this. But you can do it in a million places that if you don't want to be involved in that, uh, if you don't want to be involved with Coinbase or whatever, you can go to a million other places and get it. And throughout without the government involvement whatsoever and no regulation. I mean, it's it really is. It's that world. At some point, I you know, you never know. The government will try to step in and do something with it. But it is as free as you can possibly be without having that centralized uh, authority to stop it. But it's it's an amazing thing to watch with GameStop because there's all these guys that figured out like, hey, we can beat the system here. We've got these guys. Yeah. And then the system's like, yeah, by the way, you sign this uh, user agreement that says we can stop trading these stocks whenever we want. Uh, and I, like it's such and the government is saying, yeah, by the way, the part of part of the system that you thought you beat is us saying no. Oh, and by the way, uh, Janet Yellen, your your new Treasury secretary. Oh, she's great. Yeah, she uh, she was uh, she made eight hundred and ten thousand dollars with that hedge fund <laughs> in speaking fees. This is a good speaker. Program. Hello, America. Welcome to Friday. Uh, because of covid. I am here today because the hospital uh, won't let anybody in, so uh, we can't go in and be with my daughter, who is uh, undergoing brain surgery right now. And I would ask for your your prayers uh, for her. Hopefully, this will be the last time uh, they have to uh, do brain surgery on her uh, to stop her seizures. Um, and I would just really appreciate your prayers today. All right, it's Friday, and Bill O'Reilly is here. And, I mean, it's almost like there was nothing happening this week. His opinion in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Okay, let me tell you about American financing. There's something about a business being family-owned and fully geared toward the best interest of its customers that has always meant something important to Americans. And it may mean even more in the coming months. The world of home loan options isn't always a friendly one, and navigating it can be really tricky, and not everybody is out to help you. Well, since June of 2001, American Financing has been dedicated to working with you to help get your finances where they need to be. And they started in uh, in their home and moved outward uh, towards your home. They've been working for you and not the bank ever since. So whether it's home loans, mortgage refi, or other forms of debt consolidation, American Financing has you covered. Their dedicated team of mortgage consultants are going to take care of you, help you get the best of your uh, financial future, and get it where it needs to be. The coming months are bound to be interesting, to say the least. Now is the time to get a hold of your finances. Make sure that you're ready for whatever might come your way. Now is the time to uh, lower your interest payment. Call American Financing. American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Ladies and gentlemen, from his tour recently at Carnegie Hall, Mr. Bill O'Reilly. 
the author of uh, Killing Crazy Horse and Killing the Mob, which I actually received this week, Bill. I have it. Have the copy. Yeah, I'm not going to get into it, but how difficult Thank it is God. to get anything to you. <laughs> but first I want to say... Yeah, but I'm going to offer up uh, mass on Sunday for your daughter. No, thank you. And and then privately, of course, if there's anything I can do to help. Oh, no, family. no, there's not. I appreciate no, but it. I, you know, you never know. We have a lot of clout, um, but whatever <laughs> you need. No, the, the, she's right. in an amazing hospital. And it's just it's really odd uh, with covid that. You know, people aren't allowed to be with their loved one. One person is allowed in. And so she yeah. selected her sister to be with her the whole time. And uh, we just have to wait. And I mean, we can't be at the hospital, can't be with her when she comes out. It's just it's a weird time. Anyway, Bill, where do we where do we even begin with this week's news? All right. So I was surprised that Biden outed himself as this um, very enthusiastic progressive this week i thought he would ease into that <laughs> my analysis on billoreilly.com was that he really doesn't have any core values joe biden and i'm not saying that with any malice but if you look at his uh career he's changed on every issue including abortion which really hard to change on that unless you have an epiphany he had an epiphany the other way mm-hmm. um so you know, my assessment of Biden was, and I said this throughout the campaign and after, if you elect him president, you're getting a malleable guy. You're getting a guy who's basically going to court favor with his party and the press. And the two press that he is most enamored with are the New York Times and Washington Post. What people don't understand is that Joe Biden wants the approval of these newspapers and that they are guiding him more so than Schumer or Pelosi or any of the others, the Obamas, that he wants to see those papers praise him on a daily basis. That is what he lives for. So when you're going to take that turf, these are far left newspapers. They're not moderate left. They're far left the USA is a bad country. It always has been from George Washington onward. And we got to wreck it and build a new country. That's so essentially ex- what ex- ex- explain to me, then, if he wants the approval, he is now up to 40 executive orders. The fascist dictator that didn't leave office, Donald Trump, um, did six, six in his first week. Um, Joe Biden has done 40, uh, a, a, a world record for presidents yeah. of the United States. And the and New York Times came out, their editorial board, and said, stop, stop with the executive orders. Yeah, but you didn't read the full thing. Then. I did. I did. It said, it said, stop, because you're making it harder for us to get our progressive agenda passed in Congress forever. Correct. Because Americans are getting nervous. It wasn't scolding Biden for being a progressive loon. That's not what it was. It was, hold it, your strategy is not good. Hold back a little. So Put I, a little subterfuge in there. 
word of the day. Well, it was it was more than that. It was like, look, you're just undoing Donald Trump stuff. The first few were just undoing Donald Trump stuff. And if you want lasting change, you have to go through Congress. But here's here's the um, interesting uh, point on this. I don't think that anyone truly understands Joe Biden's uh, real agenda or the uh, or the uh, the magnitude of force behind him. They learned from Barack Obama. You have two years and you really have the first hundred days where everyone will give you a pass. So you got to jam it in right now before something happens and there's a tea party organized or or anybody knows what to do. Everyone's still talking about the last president. Just do all of it right now. I think that's what's really happening. I don't disagree. Because they're very nervous, the progressives, that they'll lose Congress in two years. So they want to jam everything up now, uh, get it in stone if possible, and drive the United States into a socialist state. That's the goal. I mean, they want the government to run the economy and dole out to the favored groups. That's what the equity thing is. Yep. All the largesse that comes from Washington. So I, I will tell you, Bill, I've had a, I've kind of have a, a different view on on exactly what you just said. And I've been saying the same thing. We're headed towards a socialist state. We're not. We're actually becoming an oligarchy. Um, what what is happening right now is the the use of these divisions, the use of these favored status um, is very convenient right now. But the money the real money is not going to be going to those groups. The real money is going to these oligarchs, these giant companies and CEOs and those with connections and those who will play ball with the new, you know, great reset agenda of, of climate change, union jobs, et cetera, et cetera. I think that remains to be seen. I think that these uh, marginalized groups as President Biden has described them, will receive a lot of favorability. Yeah, I agree with that. On the, on the, on the other side, I'm not convinced that there is a blueprint to enrich the social media titans um, by the federal government. I think that they, are, they have an alliance. Um, the left-wing Democratic Party certainly allies with Silicon Valley. But you got to remember that the the, the uh, Amazons and the uh, Facebooks and the Twitters, they develop something that people all over the world want. And no one's going to divert that. They've amassed trillions of dollars, an amazing amount of power because of what they developed in the capitalist marketplace. They have anything to do with any politician. Now, these people are incredibly powerful, as we saw with taking Donald Trump's megaphone away from mm-hmm. You can do that to a president. You can do it to anybody. So I've started a free speech movement, nascent, very, very early. I'll tell you more about it next Friday. Okay. Um, it's gathering steam. It's going to be like the Tea Party. At least then, Americans will know what's happening because Americans, you know, they're addicted to the phones. They're looking at the screen. They don't really know what the big picture is. But I'm not I'm not dialed in yet. And you may be right, but I'm not there yet. I have to see more facts that there is a collaboration between the federal government and Silicon Valley. 
There's a sympathy and alliance, but I don't think it's an organized collaboration. Uh, well, I think uh, let me give you this. You you know about the Made in America executive order that uh, says the government agencies are going to have to work closer with U.S. businesses rather than paying foreign businesses. And it seems great on the surface. However, the Made in America office, which the acronym actually is M.A.O. Mao, uh, <laughs> the, uh, they are um, they say they are going to work um uh, let me give you this. Uh, let me give you this exact quote. This order is deeply intertwined with the president's commitment to invest in American manufacturing, including clean energy, critical supply chains, growing good paying union jobs and inva- advance uh, racial equity. So what they're what they're saying now is if you're not part of the clean energy, racial equality thing, if you don't have the right kind of people on your board, if you are not doing critical race theory, uh, you're not going to get any federal money. So they are. Well, that's true. I mean, look, changing businesses and bringing them into the fold. But there are very few private businesses connected to the federal government. It's not an overwhelming amount. But if you want a federal contract, you're going to have to, you know, bring in um, a a rainbow of people to sit there and say, yeah, yeah, we're having a great time working for Lenny. So let's get the contract. I mean, sure. Um, I'm going to send you a rough. I'm going to send you a rough copy. We're on the same path. Yeah. But I'm not a conspiracy kind of guy because I know how incompetent the federal government is Mm -hmm. and the state government, too. Well, I mean, they just can't execute stuff like this. I'm not a conspiracy guy either, except when there is a conspiracy. Um, it's not a theory. It's a fact. And uh, I'm going to send you an early draft of uh, the book uh, on the Great Reset that I'm writing right now. Bill, you, you have to see what they're doing in Davos this week. Um, it is that. Now, they, some of these people actually truly believe this is going to be great, but it's called stakeholder capitalism. And it is, I mean, they are saying this week, capitalism is dead and it's going to be replaced with stakeholder capitalism. And these are the titans uh, of the world. I mean, the build back better thing that's happening all over the world. That is about stakeholder capitalism. Let me let me change the subject. I'm going to take a one minute break. And when we come back, I, I want to talk to you about Nancy Pelosi. The enemy is within the DHS advisory that said that there is uh, there's trouble coming and we need to have these federal troops. And now they're saying we need permanent fencing around uh, the uh, the Capitol building. Uh, we'll get to that in one minute with Mr. Bill O'Reilly. First, let me tell you about Car Shield. Man, Car Shield has uh, pulled my bacon out of the fire several times, and that's important. If you've got good bacon falling into the fire, you got to have somebody pull that out. That's good bacon, man. Anyway, uh, when you drive down the road, you can have the peace of mind that comes with knowing that your car is covered. If something goes wrong, you don't have to worry about it. With Car Shield, when something goes wrong and you're driving down the road, you've got a covered repair. You have roadside assistance. You have a rental car for the time that your car is in the shop. You don't have to pay the uh, the bill yourself and then wait for the insurance company to write the check. They do all of that. They take care of all of it. You just call 
get the you know the tow truck there get it into the shop get you the uh, rental car from car shield and you just you come pick up the car when it's all done drive with confidence i have the cars that i have that are my old trucks that are just out of warranty i have them now with car shield you can customize a plan that will save you time money and hassle with car shield car shield cars do go farther call 800-665-2157 800-665-2157 and mention the promo code back or just go to carshield.com use that promo code back and you're going to save 10 percent carshield.com deductible may apply 10 seconds station id Mr. Bill O'Reilly is joining us. It is Friday. The Capitol apparently needs a permanent wall now to protect Congress. Nancy Pelosi said yesterday that the enemy is within the House of Representatives. Bill. I, I think we should build a wall around her office. Just just her office. Just a big <laughs> wall. Um, I, I'm not real... Frightened about that, Beck. I, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I know Ocasio Cortez thinks that uh, they're trying to assassinate her, and uh, Nancy thinks that the enemy is within. And you don't I, think I'm that's really you don't think that's incitement, Bill? No, oh, incitement. Okay, <laughs> it's inciting me to laughter. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Is that impeachable? I don't know. It could be a lot of things impeachable. He says. Um, look, all of this is uh, nonsense. Um, I, I am busy with real serious stuff. And, and I have to say, with, and it, I'm not going to say with all due respect, because I don't have any respect for her. <laughs> I don't listen to anything Nancy Pelosi says. I mean, she could go out and say, hey, I'm going to give Bill O'Reilly uh, $10 million in equity funding. I wouldn't even listen. I, you know, she could send the check, but I probably wouldn't cash it. Um, but I don't listen to, you know, uh, these loons anymore. I just don't listen to them because they don't mean anything. There's not going to be a wall around the Capitol. The National Guard, I don't know what they're still doing there. Or they're all getting COVID. You might give them a break and send them home. I predicted accurately there would not be one incident during the inauguration anywhere in the whole country. And you were wrong. That hysteria. You're wrong. Antifa in Portland and Seattle were active in riots and they burned things okay, down. That's not the same thing. <laughs> yeah, well, thing. I okay. know. That's but just look, a peaceful protest. Yes. When I saw, when I saw uh, Don Lemon come in with a bazooka and in fatigues to do a show <laughs> on inauguration day, I was... That got me a little. Okay, so, Bill, you say you're not worried about the uh, National Guard being there. I am. Those National Mm -hmm. Guard belong to the states, and we don't want to normalize troops on the ground in our cities. The acting secretary of Homeland Security issued a National Terrorism Advisory System bulletin. Now, that's the first time that's done since we, you know, killed Soleimani in, uh, in Iraq. Um, yeah. The DHS says they believe 
that uh, they have information that some ideologically motivated violent extremist with ex- uh, with objections to the exercise of governmental authority and the presidential transition, as well as other perceived grievances fueled by false narratives could continue to mobilize or incite or commit violence. Yeah, the right start fire. That's what this is. Uh-huh. Um, you know, let's scare all Americans to think that anybody who opposes the progressive agenda are going to throw hand grenades into your house. I mean, that's what it is. So, but I don't think Americans are buying this. I don't even think the MSNBC viewers are buying this. They, you know, they're filing their nails, eating the popcorn. Okay. I mean, I don't know about your town. I don't, we don't have a lot of white supremacists here on Long Island. I, I don't know where they are. I, if, if they're around, um, they don't come outside. So I, I, you know, I'm not real worried about it. I, don't, I, I just it. don't see. I mean, how long have we been dealing with they're, they're, these claims, and yet they keep making moves? Um, and we all know that that's not true. But at some point, don't you have to take these people seriously when they're talking about when they when they describe people like you, like me, like people who voted for Trump, they're canceling those people. And they're saying that we need some way to reprogram uh, those people. At some point, don't you have to take them seriously, especially when they have complete power and the DHS is describing violent extremists basically as people who hold your opinion? Well, you take them seriously in the sense that you organize against it, which is why we're doing this free speech movement. Uh, We're organizing against it. And then we're pointing out the intrusion into civil liberties that these progressives are trying to hoist upon the nation. That's how you do it. But, you know, a, a, a... proclamation from uh, the Department of Homeland Security that I might be uh, mowed down by some Klan members on Thursday. You know, I'm not really too worried about that. Uh, Well, it depends on who's in charge of defining what the Klan is. More with Bill O'Reilly in just a second. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Here's a fun fact. We're all getting older. And the one thing that happens when you get older, especially if you didn't exercise your whole life, I'm not talking about anybody in particular, your body just starts to collapse on you. Uh, And you start to have more and more pain and it's harder and harder to, to, to move around. Your joints start to wear down. The normal exercise of everyday life begins to catch up with you. Well, when you have that pain, Most of our pain is caused by inflammation, especially in the joints. And if you're going through it, it can take over your whole life. Let me tell you something that I have found that helps you. It helps take away the pain. It's called Relief Factor. Now, it's not a drug developed by doctors. And 70% of the people who try Relief Factor go on to buy more month after month because it works for them. So just try it for $19.95 and get your life back. ReliefFactor.com or call 800-583-84. 800-583-84. It's ReliefFactor.com. All right, go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. You'll save 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Again, it's blazetv.com slash Glenn.
This is the Glenn Beck Program. It's Friday. Mr. Bill O'Reilly is with us. Bill, I want to give you the headline, uh, the breaking news from CNN that I don't know if you've seen. Here it is. This is going to surprise you, Bill, and I don't want you to be too shocked, so hold on to your seat. Andrew Cuomo's COVID-19 performance may have been less stellar than it seemed. Oh, uh, wow. Shocked. Yeah, maybe Shocked. less stellar. <laughs> maybe less yeah. stellar. I love that. One way to say it. It is one way to say it. Your well, thoughts. here in New York, you're killing them. They're just killing them. And just for people around the country, very briefly, uh, Andrew Cuomo uh, signed an executive order. Huh? Ah, executive order. Don't we love those? Uh, that said, if you have COVID, and this was uh, when COVID first began last year, and you live in a nursing home, you have to go back to the nursing home. You cannot be denied, and uh, you better not mess around. Even if they have COVID, they have to be able to live in the nursing home. That resulted in thousands of deaths. Well, he also went the other, the bigger step of if the hospital uh, was worried about being overcrowded and they had covid patients they could transfer them to nursing homes which is why now we find out finally that the nursing home deaths may be 50 percent higher higher than uh than uh, speculation uh-huh. right and this was generated by the far left attorney general of the state who is suing the New York City Police Department for protecting businesses during the riots last summer. Um, so now you have progressives fighting progressives in New York. Nothing makes me and more happy. Is, yeah, this, and I'm telling you, this is going to, this movement, this progressive movement is so radical and so authoritarian because Cuomo essentially is an authoritarian doesn't govern by what the people of the state want. And the state is going absolutely down the drain. I'll remind everybody that you can order Andrew Cuomo's book on how great he conducted the COVID defense. He wrote a book on it and he put it out and it sold eight copies, eight. (laughs) Well, wait a minute. Well, he has a big family. When, uh, (laughs) when you, uh, you know, when you look at the governor, and you say he yeah. wrote it. It's clear he didn't write it. Uh, or maybe that's why everybody died, because he's in the midst of this crisis. I mean, it didn't come out yesterday. This book this book came out over the summer. Yes, oh, absolutely. October. Is October. October. Mm-hmm. So he had to be writing it in the middle yeah. of mm-hmm. the height of the, uh, the COVID <laughs> pandemic. You want, to, want to know the, you want to know the defense? Uh, the defense is just brilliant. So the charge is that uh, the Cuomo administration underreported the deaths from COVID in nursing homes. Okay. So the defense is, well, if they didn't die in the nursing homes, I mean, fall down on the floor dead. If they died in the hospital. So if it was so bad, they had to be moved to a hospital and died there. We didn't count it. Because literally, they didn't die in the nursing home. If they made it out to the street in front of the home, they didn't count it as a nursing home death. 
Now, this is the kind of government that we have in New York. This is what we elected here. This is who's in charge. It is. It's almost like Twilight Zone, right? Yeah, it is. It's where's Rod Serling? Where is he? It is. uh, It's not just New York now, though. That's exactly the same. The same kind of government that we have now in Washington D.C. Not well, but not yet. It looks. It looks bad, (laughs) but not yet. We're not at that. We're not at California or New York level or Illinois level yet. Biden would like to get What time it is it? What time I, is it? <laughs> so, but we don't want to overstate on Biden, all right? We want to uh-huh. track him methodically. That's the way to get these guys. I mean, I, I put You're, on the cable news, and one station, Biden's the devil, and Biden's, we're all going, he's going to lead us all to hell. And then the other station, oh, Biden is St. Francis of Assisi, he's the greatest guy in the world. It's we're going to go back to normal temperatures. No one will have to wear a coat. You know, I, I'm just sitting there going, this is just all BS. So what I like to do on BillOReilly.com, my radio shows, I like to be methodical, Beck. Uh-huh. I like to say, here's what he's doing on Tuesday. Uh-huh. And here's how it's going to hurt you. Right. I don't consider the president the only part of government. I mean, what you have going on in Congress, the Senate just... Uh, 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 proposed legislation for Washington, D.C. to be the 51st state. Uh, mm-hmm. You've got people calling for uh, investigations uh, and an impeachment of two senators. You have people that are being just removed and depersoned, and the government is is all for it. You have a government that is out of control on uh, turning a blind eye to left-wing uh, terror, and then calling anybody who voted or donated to Donald Trump a terrorist. I yes. mean, okay, but these these are people who are lunatics, and they're voted in by I don't know what's going on, but they're not. They can't move the ball themselves. That's important to understand. Biden can move the ball himself. He shut down that pipeline. Biden shut that down. Just him. Now. Barack Obama told him to do it through Susan Rice, but he did it. Now, these other loons, oh, we want to have open borders. You know, that's the latest in the House, that anybody can come here and there's no punitive measures taken against them. Okay, fine. All right. It's not going to get through. I do agree with you that Congress is derelict because there are so many idiots in it. Incredible. But they're not all in the Democratic Party, Beck. No, I know that. They're not all in the Democratic Party. I know that. I know that. Um, Bill, help me out with the future of unions, specifically the teachers union. Teachers union in Chicago did a dramatic uh, uh, dance interpretation of the oppression of teachers going back in to teach. Uh, Chicago teacher says in-person schooling allows white people to kill black families. And I'm quoting, if we don't speak up, nice white parents will get us all killed, end quote. You have the teachers union being completely unreasonable on the safety measures in the schools, which we've already spent billions on. We've already done all kinds of safety measures for the schools. They still say they're not safe. This is out of control. And now our kids are dying at a rapid pace. 
It used to be. Wait, wait, wait. The dime is not getting educated, not from COVID or anything. No, the kids are. No, 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 no. The kids are dying from suicide. The depression and suicide rate is through the roof. Unintended consequences of not having the schools open are horrible. Uh, Illinois doesn't care. The Chicago uh, Teachers Union told the mayor, Lori Lightfoot, hey, we're not showing up. You can uh, open a school. We're not showing up. Now, if Lori Lightfoot was a responsible politician, just like Ronald Reagan with the air traffic controllers, Lori Lightfoot would have said, you don't show up, you're fired. All right, that's it. You're gone. And we'll get substitute teachers. Not going to do it. Because that's what you do. Right. Right. Now, uh, I did. I analyzed this uh, again on BillOReilly.com. Please check that out. So in New York City, they spend $29,000 a year on each pupil. Every Sammy, Dolores, 29K, each pupil. Mm. The Catholic schools in New York City spend 8000 uh, if Sammy and Dolores go to Catholic school. All right? So 29 for the public school, 8 for the Catholic school because there aren't any unions in this Catholic schools. The Catholic school test scores are 20% higher than the public school stores, right? 829. Now, you can see what's happening. Anybody can see it. That if you want to turn over your labor force to the unions, then you're going to have inefficiency. That's what will happen. And when you read Killing the Mob, Beck has the first copy. All right. You'll see how the unions in America allied with the mafia to control labor. And it was unbelievable what happened for decades. So I don't know who doesn't know this, Beck. I don't either. But now you have you, you know, the teachers unions have gotten away with. We love the children. We love the children. No, you don't. It's clear this is not about Fire the children. Them. Right. Fire them. But what okay. is their future? Because they are not going to do it. What is what? How are the labor unions going to survive this when at the end of it, every parent left and right is going to say, you guys are out of control. You're not a public servant. You're not making well, any sacrifice. You're not heroic. I hope that happens. You know, I hope people rise up against the teachers unions because that's the only way the kids are ever going to learn. And that's, you know, when you draw the line, if the kid doesn't know anything, he's going to be poor and maybe a criminal. I mean, this isn't about equity and it's not about white supremacy or slavery. This is about kids not being taught in school how to negotiate themselves through life. That's what it's about. I mean, it's a big lie that we're a horrible country because we had slavery, and now everybody's got to get a paycheck from the federal government to make up for that. This whole equity thing is reparations. I'm sure you do know that. They could never get direct payment reparations through Congress, so they're doing it this way, the backdoor way. We're going to favor these marginalized groups and give them everything we can give them. That's reparations. All right. I mean, it's just such a big lie, but the media fosters the lie and pushes it, pushes it, pushes it, which is why we need this free speech movement to to fight all this stuff publicly. 
Did I get too carried away? No, I'm just <laughs> sitting here thinking that, you know, the DHS, which you're not worried about, is said that the reason why the troops are still there is because they are expecting those motivated and incited by those who have podcasts and uh, false media narratives um, are going to uh, have a free speech movement. And that's where they're expecting the trouble come from. But yeah, but, don't but worry. I'm exempt because I'm <laughs> exempt because I don't have any falsehoods in my, <laughs> my all, it's all true right okay? right and i can prove it right and so I can the media they can that. yeah they they have no falsehoods in the media uh, unfortunately we all disagree no, we on the truth anymore yeah we're not gonna in this free speech movement which is no conspiracies there's no hate there's no violence there's no well because you're a liberal we don't like you um we want liberals to be in the free speech movement in fact that was once a tenet of the liberal movement. It was. We want everybody in the tent to say civil liberties, freedom of expression, and freedom of speech is the core of our country. And those who are trying to take that away from us, we are going to expose by a fact-based presentation. That's what this movement's all about. Great. Not gonna, it's not going to be anybody crazy or posting any threat. All right. And because that's not a violation of freedom of speech. If you threaten somebody, you have now abused that privilege. Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. We look forward to talking to you uh, tomorrow. You can get his book, uh, Killing Crazy Horse, or pre-order the next one, Killing the Mob, uh, at uh, wherever you buy your books and BillOReilly.com. Thanks, Bill. Talk to you next week. Okay. Good luck with your daughter. You bet. Thank you very much, Bill. Second round of stimulus rolling out. Uh, you need to be paying attention to people trying to scam you. And I'm not talking about the government, although they're a fine example. I'm talking about cyber criminals. Right now, they're using the news of this stimulus to steal your personal information by doing things like offering to get you your payment faster or issuing fake checks or sending you unsolicited messages claiming to be from the IRS. Meanwhile, they're sending you links and emails or text messages that are often filled with malware or phishing scams. Situations like this can create wide open windows for cyber criminals just to crawl through, take your information and take advantage of you. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft is affecting your life. Every day we put our information at risk on the Internet. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can keep what's yours, yours with LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year with LifeLock.com. Promo code back 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Promo code back. Save 25% now. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It's Friday. So last year, or the year before, the, govern- the government did this great thing where they decided to not let vapors have flavors anymore. Remember this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they took that away. Yeah. And, um, and they, they restricted the sale all over the place. And what we've seen now is a very long-term trend of people smoking um, that uh, had been dropping for a very long time. Luckily flattened out last year. Uh, so no drop in smoking 
Thanks, right. government, for doing this. This is a wonderful trend. This is great. And so people Big are, Tobacco <laughs> is thrilled. Oh, oh, I know. We had him on the ropes. Yeah. We had him on the ropes. Um, I love this quote, though. This is a guy. He's a 28-year-old software developer in San Antonio. He, uh, he gave up Marlboros for e-cigarettes around 2018, but switched back to cigarettes in late 2019 after all these changes the government made. And I just love this quote. Trust the devil you know, he said. I keep smoking. It's going to give me cancer. Whereas vaping is much more uncharted territory. What? Wait, wait, wait. we're going to give you double cancer? What? what, what are you I'm going to die, but chances could be that I'm going to die an even more excruciating death with something we have no idea about. Behind one door is cancer. The other one, question marks. I'm picking the cancer door. <laughs> This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. It's Friday. Maybe you've been beaten down by the week. Maybe you've just been beaten down by the news of the today. But we want to we want to do something great that will send us all into the weekend feeling good. And it is something that you, as an audience, have done. You get to see the fruits of your giving. In just a minute, remember when we had those four businesses on that were struggling? They told us their stories. You gave. So today, we give to them. Don't miss it. We begin in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. People who don't live with mild to severe frequent pain don't understand the extent to which it could rule your whole life. Pain that can put you into a place where you're susceptible to feelings of depression and hopelessness. It damages your quality of life. It's no way to live life. If, you know, if you've tried, you think everything to get out of pain and you haven't tried relief factor, then take it from me. You owe it to yourself to try it. It's 1995 for a three-week quick trial. And the reason why it's three weeks is because they have found that for most people, three weeks is about the time it takes for this to start to really kick in and work. And if you don't see any differences in three weeks, you're probably not going to see any difference. Um, but if you do, you can get your life back. I have. And so many people in this audience have. Go to relieffactor.com right now or call 800-500-8384. It's Relief Factor. 800-500-8384. Relieffactor.com. Let me go to Catherine Hill. She is the owner of Miss Kitty's Lounge. Uh, she was on with us oh, about four weeks ago, I think. Uh, she grew up an animal lover and an advocate, and she rescues animals, and she kept them or found them a new home. She was doing this, uh, you know, at the age of 13, and she's been doing it ever since. Well, she opened up a neighborhood bar called Miss Kitty's Lounge, in California, uh, named Miss Kitty uh, because she saves cats. The rent was always paid on time every month. Everything was fine uh, until the pandemic struck. At the same time, she was diagnosed with stage three breast cancer. She underwent six months of chemotherapy, 15 rounds of radiation, and a radical mastectomy. Uh, Cancer has been a tough journey. She continues to fight 
and she kept her lounge going all the way through it. She was managing all the way through when the pandemic struck. She was closed down by executive order. She had no income. She wasn't able to pay the rent. And uh, all of this just started to really destroy her life. Um, her um, her efforts were destroyed and her uh, her landlord was not uh, exactly a friend of people who are struggling. So she's on with us now. Hi, Catherine. How are you? Hi, how are you doing? Good. The last time you were on, I think I you were one of those that I had to cut short on your story. And I love your story so much. And I love the fact that when we told you that we wanted to raise some money, you were one of the businesses we selected. Um, you said, I, I, I don't want any of the money. If you raise any money, give it to uh, cancer. Uh, okay. So you selected a... Uh, um, uh, a, uh, a charity. Can you tell me about the charity? Well, it's um, all their profits go to research, cancer research for stage four, which I'm stage four now. Um, and so like very little cancer research money usually goes to stage four. So Metaviver. Why, why is that? I don't know. Okay. And it's so last cancer, so. So Metaviver, what do they do? 100% of um, the money goes to stage four cancer research. And so that's, we're chasing the science right now. I'm on a new drug. We have a lot of hope for it. The one I'm on now is, was just approved in April. So we're just chasing the science. So that's, you know, where it's at. Well, I, um, I, I'm thrilled to say that this audience is just truly amazing. They raised a total of two hundred fifty-two thousand five hundred and ninety-three dollars. Uh, we have four small business owners and something else. I'm going to tell the audience about. Um, but that means Metaviver uh, is going to receive a check in your name for fifty thousand dollars. Wow! So, thank you for sharing. How are you feeling? I'm better. Like this, the new treatment I'm on is is um, a lot easier. Than the last I was on. So, and what do the doctors say? Um, we're just hope, you know. Just we're you grab onto whatever hope you can. Yeah. And live the best life now. You know, time with your family, hug them close. Yeah. Our 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 um our thoughts and our prayers, and I know people ridicule that, but I know this audience, and they uh are praying for you and will pray for you and and your family god bless you thank you thank, thank you. you um we uh have several people that we want to talk to quickly here um i don't know if you remember joe crowley he is uh, uh breakaway this is a uh, he opened his first restaurant in 1993 and uh he bought this property just 20 minutes out of downtown Boston. And it was a, I mean, it's a historic site. It has a, a, a great heritage and he really was working to bring it all back. Well, then COVID uh, happened. Uh, they remain closed. They are looking now at a March reopening, hopefully. 
the founder and the owner of Breakaway is Joe Crowley, and he's with us now. Hi, Joe. How are you? Joe, are you there? Yes, I am. Hey, how are you? I'm doing great. Good to hear from you again. Yeah. So tell me what has happened since we last spoke. You were in pretty dire straits the last time we spoke. Yes. Well, uh, Glenn, first and foremost, my health is getting better. Uh, I know we spoke about, you know, I had a heart attack in the yeah. fall uh, and, and I'm getting stronger and better and, and my family's supportive and uh, we're very grateful um, for that. Uh, as, as an establishment, we're still closed. Uh, we still have a full layoff of employees Jeez. Uh, in, in the state. Uh, we're, we're just now looking to possibly uh, have a March or an April opening. Um, which we're not allowed to have live entertainment in the building yet. Uh, people really are not willing to commit to having functions and, and fundraisers and gatherings. So it's really a sit and wait. The vaccine rollout in, in the state has been um, very disorderly, very slow. <sighs> You're hearing stories about freezes being unplugged and thousands of vaccines, you know, being thrown away. Uh, the elderly and the school teachers are having trouble making appointments. So we're waiting for food service to come up uh, to protect our employees. Um, and I think when they when the vaccine roll rollout gets a little smoother, um, we can start eyeing a reopening, uh, maybe having some outdoor concerts when the weather today's 90 degrees outside. So, you know, we're not we're not looking to get outside <laughs> nine get outside. for so um, many reasons. Joe, come to Texas. For so oh. many reasons. Um, My wife's a big fan. She wants us to be down there. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, so, Joe, I, I I want you to know uh, that we have, this audience has raised just a ton of uh, money. And this doesn't make a dent in what you guys are facing. Um, but uh, we have divvied the money up and we have a check for you uh, and Breakaway for $84,584.74. Oh, wow. That's That was completely unexpected. Um, well, I, I, I have no words. I, I, you know, I will let my crew know and my management know as soon as we come off the fly. I have no words, Glenn. Um, you, you're such an advocate for small business in, within the last year, and, and your, your, your show and I'm speechless. No, everyone that knows me knows I'm never speechless. I, I, yeah, thank you. <laughs> you're um, you're welcome. It is the audience. It's not me. It's the audience. We're all wow. in this together. Um, I, I mean, I this audience is a small business audience, and I grew up in the bakery of my uh, the back of the bakery of my dad's bakery, and uh, he lost his business in the end. And I know what it's I know what it's like to struggle as an entrepreneur and a uh, and a small businessman and uh, i'm lucky enough to be able to be a spokesperson for millions of americans that uh share your pain and understand it and wanted to help you out well i'll tell you we, we're uh, with this news that you're giving me now we, we're going to meet as a uh, management group next week and we're going to start making plans to um to definitely get that spring open and maybe sooner than we would have before, maybe March, uh, e even if it means bringing a dozen employees back, we we're going to get right at it with that fund. And uh, I, I, I cannot thank you enough. That's it's unbelievable. It's great. Joe, thank you so much.
pay it forward, brother. Thank you. Uh, man, it feels good, doesn't it? It just feels so good. I don't know why uh, it's not that hard. It's really not that hard. I don't know why our governments and our, you know, they've put these people out of business and how they are not helping is beyond me. But when we all work together, um, we can do something incredible and something that maybe governments shouldn't be doing uh, anyway, unless they're putting us out of business. <laughs> all right. I want to take you to California, to the other coast now. Uh, cronies is a sports grill and uh the uh the owner or co-owner dave folds is a guy who started his first location 30 years ago in ventura california uh they say they have the coldest beer and the best buffalo wings around he has uh five locations and they last time we spoke in fact he's on with us now dave Last time How you we, doing? La, good. Last time we spoke, it was really uh, trouble for you. You're still. Uh, are you open with outdoor dining, or can you? Have you been able to open back up yet? Well, we have five stores, but the uh, Agora store is the store that uh, my partners and I chose to defy the orders, and um, and uh, they're allowing outdoor dining again, which is kind of crazy because I think it was just an arbitrary decision. Uh, but my other stores in Ventura County, uh, they have returned to outdoor dining, thank goodness, because we were losing thousands of dollars every day. I'm not kidding. People yeah, I don't know. realize that. I know, and I you mean, have $21,000 in fine in fines. Right. Actually, I just looked at it right now, and it, it was, it's, it's probably about more like $24,000 right now. Because, because even after they allowed us to in L.A. County to have uh, outdoor dining again— they're still fining me now. I, I today is the official day that you can reopen outdoors. I, I don't know why they waited a week, but I, I still stayed open. And, and the crazy thing is, if you look at this, I, I just have these numbers here. When they closed us down around November 29th, there were 2,049 people in the hospitalization. Two days ago, there were 6,213 people. It tripled, but now they just say, okay, now you can open. It makes absolutely no sense. I don't understand the logic. Um, there is no logic. You live in California. Uh, <laughs> I know, man. I know. Uh, all right. So, Dave, we, uh, as you know, our audience uh, has done a fundraiser for you, and we're divvying this um, – uh, divvying this money out, and we have a check for you for $84,584.74. Well, thank you. It is, uh, it's our privilege and, uh, and honor to stand with you. Well, I'm sure I can share it with some other people, too. I, I you know, we're in, a, we're in a bind, man, but... But um, that was very cool, man. Good people. Thank you so much, Glenn. You're welcome. Dave, let us know how things are going. Make sure you, make sure you stay in touch so we, we can uh, hear about the amazing return. Dude, you're the man, Glenn. You have good people. I hope the best for you. You know, I, I've been following you for a long time. Oh, thank you. You're a solid man, and I... Uh, I uh, I think I might even get a goatee going like you. Too, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so, so much. 
I appreciate it, buddy. Thanks you so bet. much. You're, God you're bless you. People. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I can't thank you enough as an audience for what you do for so many people around the world. You have literally saved lives um, and you're changing people's lives every single day. And I can't thank you enough. There's one more story and one more check and one we didn't tell you about. And I have to be cryptic on it um, just out of respect for the people involved. Um, And it's a story you don't want to miss. And if you think you have done good, wait until you hear what you've also done. I'll tell you about it in 60 seconds. All right. Just talking to all these restaurant owners, I'm hungry. Uh, I don't know about you. I don't know about you. <laughs> that's uh, what you got out of this last that's half what hour? what I got out of it. Yeah, that's what I got out You're of it. Talking I'm, to these business owners yeah. who are fighting for their lives and you want wings? Yeah, I want wings. I do. <laughs> Strangely, I want buffalo wings. Uh, Shows how effective advertising is. That's right. And it doesn't, uh, it doesn't help that our sponsor this half hour is Omaha Steaks. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm... I'm in prison right now. Mm. I'm in a food prison right now. Have pity on me. Uh, The Omaha steaks are aged for 21 days. They're the most tender, most flavorful. Uh, They are exactly how long you need to age your steaks. And it's how long Omaha does before they ship them out to you. They've been America's butcher, butcher for over 100 years now. And it shows if you've never had an Omaha steak, I don't think you've ever really had a tender steak. Now, right now, they have a special going on uh, for a uh, package that is the um, Butcher's Bestseller Grill Pack. Four of their iconic tender butcher's uh, uh, cut filet mignons. They have four juicy burgers, pork chops, four of them, desserts and so much more. If you use the keyword back in the search bar, you're going to get four chicken breasts in addition and four more delicious burgers for free. There's also something else. They have game day packages for you to enjoy. So check out the amazing assortment at omahasteaks.com. Use the uh, the word Beck in the search bar when you go there. omahasteaks.com. Get the Butcher's Best Seller Pack and you'll get four free chicken breasts and four free extra burgers. omahasteaks.com. Keyword Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. I uh, I told you a little bit about the fourth recipient um, before the holidays. And to me, it's the most tragic of them all. It was a small business owner who was in so much pain. Uh, the inner turmoil, the depression that came with this of losing her dream. Um, as she just couldn't take it anymore. These lockdowns are going to, are going to affect us and our families. I think for decades to come, the way this has been handled and the isolation 
that it has caused. Um, it's taking lives in more ways than the virus itself. Her mom is now hoping to sell the business to a new owner, but she needs to pay off the debts first. Uh, can you imagine having to bury your child and then be strapped with debts and trying to sell all of the stuff just to pay for the debts because of you? Her mom is getting a check for everything that she needs to cover those debts. Another $25,000 uh, is going to a grieving mom. So she doesn't have to worry about all of that on top. You are a remarkable group of people. And... I want you to really understand the positive impact that you have made. There, it seems as though every day there's less and less that we can do to affect anything. And there's so much anger and there's so much hatred. And it's so easy to fall into that because you feel helpless. I want you to know that together... We're not helpless. Together, we can go in another direction. This is a battle against darkness. And we need to be a very bright light. And you have done that, literally, from coast to coast today. And I thank you for that. We're going to try to do it again, maybe next week or the week after. We'll find some more businesses and some more people that we can change their lives just by banning together. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Okay, I don't know. I don't know why I have to do an Omaha Steaks commercial followed by a Rectech commercial when all I'm doing is craving food right now. This is really not helpful. Uh, Rectech is just this amazing grill a smoker you can i mean you'll make you can make cakes and bread in it uh it controls the temperature so well it is just rock solid you can grill uh, the best tomahawk steak in it whatever it is that you are looking to do yes on my grill my daughter has put tofu on it i think it i think it's a sin uh, but she's like, no, dad, that's nowhere in the Bible, whatever you can cook to perfection, whatever it is you're craving with your rec tech, just go to rectech.com and a B compared to the best grills out there. You'll see there is no comparison with the rec tech R E C T E Q.com rectech.com. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV for a limited time. Madison Cawthorn, an eighth generation resident in North Carolina's 11th congressional district. 2014, he nearly died in a tragic automobile accident, left him partially paralyzed and in a wheelchair. 
uh, his ordeal uh, really built his faith, made him a fighter, helped him appreciate every day and inspired him to help everyone he encounters overcome whatever adversity they face in their daily lives. He's a constitutional conservative. Madison is committed to defending the values of faith, family and freedom. He's the youngest member now of the 177th Congress, Madison Cawthorn. Not only represents the residents of uh, North Carolina, but also young Americans across the nation who want their voices heard in the highest halls of democracy. He is under attack now um, as an enemy of the state or the enemy of Congress. We uh, are joined now by Congressman Madison Cawthorn. Madison, how are you? Glenn, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on my show. And it's no exaggeration that I am under attack by what I'd call the mainstream media and by really the socialists in Congress. You know, the, uh, the number one reason I think this is happening, and it's no surprise, we knew this was going to happen, is because the people in my district, you know, they had a choice throughout every election. You, know, you can send someone who wears tasseled loafers and pleated pants and uh, has soft hands and is going to go and, you know, get along with everybody in D.C. and uh, you might see his name in the paper when he signs onto a bill, but, you know, uh, really just uh, uh, someone to go to D.C. And, and keep the status quo. Or they could have chosen to send somebody like me, somebody who wants to go there and destroy the administrative state, get rid of what we call these swamp creatures, these bureaucrats who have are not elected, but they are appointed, and then they're, they're promoted within these three-letter agencies, and then they pass ridiculous regulations upon me. Uh, they don't... Congress doesn't want me in there because I'm someone who's going to speak out against this radical agenda of being able to rule through executive order uh, and being able to tell the American people what to do and when to do it. Uh, you know, Glenn, I stand against that. And if I'm hated within Washington, D.C., but beloved in my mountains of Western North Carolina, then, Glenn, I got to tell you, I think I'm doing something right, sir. So um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez yesterday um responded to ted cruz um when he said hey we can work together uh she said i'm 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 happy to work with almost uh anyone other than the gop uh, who's trying to get me killed if you want to help maybe you can resign uh that's are you dealing with her at all i mean is, is there is there any relationship there is well, there is not. And I think this speaks to the broader issue that we're seeing, you know, in our culture. And now it's seeping into our government. It's called cancel culture. It says, hey, you don't exactly agree with every ideological point that I do. So I want to get rid of you. Uh, you know, the, the Congress has been calling and Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden. You've heard it over and over. They've been calling for, I'm using air quotes here, unity. Uh, but Glenn, I've said this many times. My friend Charlie Kirk said it as well. They're not talking about the American unity we imagine uh, that was under Ronald Reagan or, or you know, on uh, December, December 12th, right after the Twin Towers fell, that kind of American unity. Glenn, they're talking about Soviet unity, the kind of unity where you've silenced every single voice of dissent. You have absolutely no diversity of thought, and therefore everybody agrees with you. It's like the Imperial Romans, you know. They would, they would go in somewhere where there were enemies. There was an uprising. They would kill everybody, create a desert, and then they would go back home and say, look, I brought peace to the region. That is what these people mean by unity. And I'm telling you, it's wrong, and it's not, it's not co conducive to a healthy and prosperous society. 
you know, having dueling ideas is what leads us to making better decisions for the American people. So, Madison, um, you know, we can and we have unified before, um, but we have to have principles in common. We don't have to have policies in common. We don't have to have faith in common. We don't have to have anything really in common except a few principles. And those principles, everybody raises their hand to say, I will protect and defend those principles. Um, are, they, are there principles we can unite on, Madison, if we don't, uh, no, if we don't agree on the Constitution and Bill of Rights? No, there are no principles we can agree on because you know people so like oftentimes like to refer to people like myself, Josh Hawley, Matt Gates, Ted Cruz. They say we're far right, but uh, I kind of wince when I hear that because, as you know, there's no such thing as far right for me. There's no such thing as center right for me. There is only the Constitution. That is the only thing that guides me. And if you do not agree with that document, then you and I do not see eye to eye. We cannot govern together. Uh, the, the problem is, I mean, you see uh, AOC, to talk, bring her up again, she has literally said that perhaps it's time to start a commission to look into uh, the, this, this journalism that's so dangerous. That means getting rid of freedom of pre- the press. Uh, these people want to censor what we can say so that they, they can control what we can think about. And you can see throughout the COVID-19 pandemic, they're trying to control when we can congregate, when we can worship, where we can get together. Uh, you know, in 1776, the way the seeds of, uh, of, of, our, of our freedom were planted, it was done in taverns, it was done in churches, and it was done in town squares. Uh, but they've gotten rid of the new town squares, so you can't really speak your mind there on social media. You can't go out to a bar anywhere in the country, and I'm telling you, they won't even let us go into church. Glenn. So what do you see as the, the main fight for you? Where are you? What are you going to concentrate on? Because it's everywhere. So what is the thing that you say, this is where I can be most effective? Well, you know, there's multiple points. So on one side, I'm elected to help the people of my district. And now that we're moving into the era of big government under the Democrats, you know, my goal is to get as much money as they or we can give back to my district, although I completely disagree with it. And I think it's bad for the entire country's economy and prosperity in the long term. Uh, And so, you know, I'm going to be working on infrastructure reform, trying to get more rural broadband. But you know what? Where I'm really trying to cross uh, cross boundaries and break into new people groups that don't normally think conservative thoughts is I'm wanting to present these big conservative ideas of limited government, of uh, self self determinants, of, of, of personal responsibility. I'm wanting to bring those and package them well on social media so that people in my generation who've been deceived by socialism can realize that you know our our policies work, our ideas work. Uh, because right now you are many people in my country, in this country, uh, they are only being exposed to what the left is telling them. And, you know, the left is telling them that everyone on the right is xenophobic, bigoted, racist, and that we're all uneducated. But my friend, you know what, I, if they want to attack people for not having a college education, I got to push back on that and say that I think that if we had less people wearing suits and ties, and more people wearing work boots, making legislation decisions in our country, we'd be doing a whole lot better. Um, what has your life been like since the election and, and, uh, entering into Congress, anything you've been surprised by? So I'll say it's been, it's been a tale of two cities. You know, on one side, I have created a lot of enemies inside the beltway of Washington, DC. 
Uh, the establishment on the left detests me because I'm willing to stand up and speak out against them. Uh, they know that I've got uh, my own platform, so I, I, I don't need to bow down to these journalists who uh, think that they can determine everything that happens in this country. Uh, and so sometimes when I go to Washington, I feel pretty uh, despised. <laughs> but then as soon as I come back to Western North Carolina, I, I'm greeted with love and, and thankfulness from people because they're excited to have someone that actually represents their viewpoint. And people are starting to realize, just like you saw how uh, the SEC is not allowing, you know, just normal everyday Americans to be able to beat these hedge fund managers. Yep. Uh, just as you saw throughout the election, uh, they didn't want normal everyday Americans in Wisconsin or Arizona to be able to determine the election outcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I go up there and speak out against this, these people had to test it. But the people in Western North Carolina. The people I was elected to represent, they love it, and it is the honor of a lifetime to get to serve them. You know, I tell you, we've we've talked about it on this program several times, really since 9-11. If you, you know, Nancy Pelosi is talking about building a fence around the Capitol and that she is uh, feels the enemy is within. i got to believe that makes the Republicans feel good. The enemies are within. Uh, they're surrounded by people in Congress that want them uh, dead, according to Nancy Pelosi. And the best way to keep Congress safe and for the continuation of our of our of our system, of our government, in case of a horrible uh, terrorist attack or something else, uh, you know, God strikes the building with lightning or something. um, The best way to protect is to send all of the congressmen in the Senate home. We can do all that you do electronically and you then are more responsible and more plugged in to your local area and you don't lose touch with those people and those people can actually not lose touch with you they don't have to go to the hallowed halls and uh, see everybody all puffed up in their big offices in uh, in washington dc they're protected for continuation of government they're protected from corruption at least easy corruption it makes the lobbyists have to spend a lot more money flying all around the country i don't know why we haven't proposed this in congress yet well you know what i do think that there is something to be said for all of us uh coming together and sitting down and and creating relationships uh i do understand what you're saying and you know and I've actually made the decision, although it creates a lot more stress on me and a lot more travel time. Uh, I do not live in Washington, D.C. I don't have a residence there. I, I sleep in my office. And the reason is because of exactly what you just said, uh, Glenn. I don't want to be inundated inside of Washington, D.C. I don't want that to be my home. I don't want to feel like that's normal. So I've decided to live back home in my district. So I've got to fly a whole lot more. My wife is here. Uh, my wife is here. My, my church, my friends. And you know what? I've got to go out to Cracker Barrel. I've got to go to the gun show. I've got to go to church. And my constituents can look me in the eye and say, hey, why did you vote on this bill? Why are you doing this? Why are you backing down? Why don't you have a backbone? And you know what? I think there's a lot to be said for that. So I don't think we should allow our congressmen and women to be able to live in Washington, D.C. I think that's the reason they put it on top of a swamp. It is. Um, yeah. It, the, the only thing is I do have a little bit of concern about doing Congress through electronic means. Uh, you know, when, if I look back to history, and look at really when the death throes of the Roman Republic were happening, it was right towards the end or to the fall. There's really a lot of centralization of power in almost nearly what they would call proxy voting. And so, Glenn, you know, I got to give that some more thought, but I, there is something to be said for living in your district, which I have committed to do for the rest of my term in Congress. Madison Cawthorn. 
thank you so much. Uh, best of luck and uh, keep up the uh, proverbial and uh, metaphorical fight in Congress. Thank you so much. Uh, Glenn, you're a patriot. Thank you for fighting for all of us. Talk to you soon, sir. Bye. All right. Uh, moving is just like this gnarly ride, man. I mean, a few months ago, I got orders from the man to, you know, keep me, keep my happy butt off the skateboard quad, you know, and no more hanging with my bros because of COVID or whatever that, you know, does it, you know, but no way, man. I'm not going to do it. Time to get out of California. Maybe Texas will put a glide in my stride. You dig, you know, and who's going to sell my house for me? My cousin, because he like took an online class or whatever. It's going to be rad. Well, sadly, uh, that story ends with Chet never making it out of California. He was uh, killed, unfortunately, in a freak hacky sack accident. And uh, his cousin really didn't know squat about real estate. So he was there too long. And then the dreaded hacky sack thing happened. What do you know about real estate? How do you find a great real estate agent? I didn't know this until I started working with what the Wall Street Journal says is the 500 best real estate agents all in the country. I got to know these people, know their practices, and we put together a way for you to connect with some of these people that are really, really the best in your area. Uh, all you have to do is go to realestateagentsitrust.com. This is a free service to you. We'll send you the name right away and the phone number of a real estate agent. You can contact them, do your own interview. But these are the people that we have seen that actually sell the most in your area. They have the, uh, the right credentials, the right history, the right temperament. Many of them are, ha- are fans of the show. So you're dealing with people who understand you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. The fixer knee up. Great. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the program. We're so glad that you're uh, here today. It is uh, Friday. What do you have planned for the weekend? Anything? Every once in a while, you just spring that question on me, and I never have an answer. I, I know. Have, I have absolutely no idea, yeah. Glenn. I don't know what's coming up. I never think about it more than one minute in advance. Hmm. I was thinking about going to Argentina. See, <laughs> you know, see what life is like down there. Maybe, really? Yeah. You know, Argentina. Maybe just find a, you know, a little place to live down there in Argentina next to the penguins and just be like, well, if things get bad here, I can always just shove off and maybe go live in the <laughs> South Pole. I you know what, know. Glenn? Because of global warming, you can't do that. <laughs> you, because of evil conservatives like you. I know. That's I know. the truth. Well, good thing we have John Kerry in there because he's going to fix it. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's an interesting sign. I mean, we did a little thing on Studios America on the climate on climate day mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And you realize that, like, even though Biden has sort of claimed he's like a moderate on some of these issues, you bring in Joe, uh, John Kerry as your representative here's a guy who's been one of the most extreme members of the senate when he was there mm-hmm. he spent a lot of his time as secretary of state pitching climate nonsense all mm-hmm. around the globe mm-hmm. ever since he left he's been doing this now of course if you look at his uh footprint uh, in nantucket hey uh, hey just because <laughs> the not man, exactly minor just because the man uh-huh. the ketchup mm-hmm. king happens mm-hmm. to have a private jet sure you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's it, he needs he that he needs it because so, he's a better 
And he, those right. rules don't apply to him. They apply Amen. to us. It's like, you know, I'm so sick and tired of saying that these people are, they don't believe what they say. Because, I mean, like Janet Yell- uh, Yellen yesterday and the Treasury coming out and saying, hey, this has got to stop, you know, with the stock market, what's going on with GameStop. The fact that she gave a speech or two and got $810,000 coincidence uh, from that particular hedge fund, that doesn't make her a hypocrite no. or oh, gosh, you no. know suspicious at all. No. Same with the jet with John Kerry. What? They believe it dif- deeply and they're just different than us. Better. 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 Yeah. Build back. Better. Better. This is the Glenn Beck Program.